found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome uh, to the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself are with you right up until 2 o'clock this afternoon as we talk sports with you. Coming up on the program today, we will talk to our buddy Matt Rudy, a senior editor, senior writer at Golf Digest. We will pick his brain on the players that is underway. By the way, Zach Johnson is a one under as the show started. That was the last update I had on uh, Zach Johnson. We will keep you updated on that. He has finished his round, so he will uh, uh, begin tomorrow one under. The leaders are six under par right now, Webb Web Simpson and Dustin Johnson. But Matt Rudy will... Uh, uh, take an opportunity to go inside the Players' Championship with Trent and I in about oh, 15 minutes or thereabouts. Dylan Mods, Iowa State, let's talk a little bit about them. By the way, Trent Condon, I'm sure that you've seen this piece already at The Athletic as they previewed Iowa State's upcoming season as the um, a lot of the Power 5 teams, well, all of them eventually are going to uh, get become the focus of one of the writers at The Athletic. And uh, today, Iowa State was talked about, recapped last year, looked ahead to this year, and a lot of positive feelings from the folks over at The Athletic. Good to know. I have not been a little busy today. Got a, we got a big remote coming up today. Yeah, giving away Chicago Cubs tickets for the game June 7th against the Phillies. Giving Where away will you be, Trent? New Leaf Wellness. It's uh, just off of 235 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. 3930 West Town Parkway, New Leaf Wellness. Going to be there live for Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6, but you can stop by anytime. Just stop by, drop your name in the hat, no purchase necessary. You don't have to get signed up for anything. If you want to get some information, though, about hormone replacement therapy, weight loss programs that they have, certainly you can do that as well. But all you have to do is stop by, drop your name in the bucket, and uh, we'll be drawn for those Iowa Cubs tickets and Chicago Cubs tickets this afternoon. Are you inside or outside, you know? I'll be inside, okay. right inside the, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be outside. No, you don't. I was just I don't wondering. Want to be outside. No, I be in the air conditioning. Be well, in the pool. Me a bit. You're wearing your twins gear today. I am. I am. The I'm tickets. adorned in my Jets gear today. Well, I'm getting a lot of wear out of this shirt this week. It's a uh, well, a big day for me out at New Leaf Wellness, but a bigger day for you. Yeah, Jim your nervous. team. First ever game seven. First ever game seven in the second round. They had one before. I mean, the original Jets okay. 1.0 had one game seven. I don't remember when it was. Maybe early 90s, I think, and it, of course, didn't go their way. <laughs> I uh, heard Bill Simmons, he was talking about uh, on his podcast yesterday, he was talking about he was sent up there early in his career on ESPN. To where? To Winnipeg. Bill Simmons was? I didn't After know After they had lost the team. Really? And he said... So 96, 97, 98? It was like 2000 that he was sent okay. up there. And he had mentioned, well, first of all, that at his hotel, it was January, Oh, my God. So was his first, how do people live here? Was that that come out of his mouth? He said the people at the hotel were adamant. If you're going outside, make it quick. Yeah. Because you can die. You can. And that coupled with, he said the downtown (laughs) was a block long. Yeah. He said, how did this team have an NHL team? Now they have an NHL team again. And the arena's downtown, yeah. For a guy from Boston that now lives in L.A. Oh, that's a culture shock. (laughs) 
It's a little bit different. What in January did he draw the short straw? It, it was. He said he didn't have much pull at ESPN. He was very I'll early. Say in if his they're tenure. sending him to Winnipeg in January, right? I mean, that's yeah. low man on the totem pole. Absolutely. So you know what? I got more respect for Bill Simmons. Here's a guy who paid his dues. Yes. He wasn't handed anything apparently. No. Winnipeg in January. Woof. Winnipeg is for lovers, right? That's what the sign says. <laughs> I look. It's really nice from now until the end of September. And if you ever wanted to go up there and, and fish, mm-hmm. June's the best month. Okay. Before it gets too hot, uh, they've, they've, the fish have spawned. The ice is off the lake. I would assume ice are off the lake for the most part by now. Where are we? 10th of May? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Hilarious. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I would assume by now. No, I'm not kidding. This it's is May a 10th. true story. I mean, the, the lakes freeze and they maybe. But they, look at the... And then our long weekend, you know, it's the week before Memorial Day. It's called Victoria Day. Uh-huh. So it's like the 21st of May. Literally, the ice has been off the lakes maybe for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Lakes are full of people swimming. Yeah. Swimming. The ice chilly. just melted. <laughs> Dip on it. We're uh. a hardy breed at Trenconi. Yes. We will have to be tonight as uh, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this day. I hardly slept a wink last night. I am so excited about my squad. But I don't want to bore everybody, so I won't. Dylan Mont's coming up. But we started to talk about Iowa State and the fact that they're in the athletic. Max Olson worked at ESPN, wrote at the yeah. Omaha yeah. World Herald. He's now at the athletic covering college football. Uh-huh. Should have asked you this off air. Do you have any <laughs> contact info for him? Oh, that's a good question. I've possibly, possibly, and I'm sure we could drum something up. Oh yeah, I mean, um, we should be mining these athletic writers. We absolutely should. Well, I, I have Stuart Mandel's contact. We've had him on yeah, before. We have. I think Bruce we Feldman. To... I've had a, a time. Oh, we or just two. joined the athletic, did. and so did Rick Riley. Yes. How about yeah. that? I mean, whoever came up with this business plan, mm-hmm. and, and I've got to think, Trent, that that since they launched, they've had to have done a major cash call. Mm-hmm. You know, once they realized that there may be something here, we might have something. This was, I mean, they'd hired a good stable of writers, but subsequently in the last, I don't know what it's been, maybe six months. Mm-hmm. When did I join? About six months ago. There have been more additions to this site. I mean, this is clearly the future. Without a doubt, clear the future. When, and maybe there is, maybe I don't know this, um, but if it's working for sports, you know, when when is... Politics. Or, yeah, USA Today... Online type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're go- where the where the athletic news backslash news is going to pull these political and news writers from all of these different publications. Because I got to think with this business model, they have hit a home run. Well, and you mentioned the the cash call. They have had that, and you remember Bleach Report when they got that five million dollar deal, and what a big deal that was. I do, yeah. They uh, had an initial one that was over ten million, and then a second one. That was between twenty and twenty five. But million. aren't bleach and this no offense? I don't want to come across sounding like I'm picking on bloggers. I am not. Mm-hmm. But aren't Bleacher Report mostly these people that that write a Bleacher Report? Not the resumes is, I guess, best, probably the best way to put it as the athletic writers. Fair or not? Uh they went out and Bleacher Report after they got that influx of cash went out and they hired Howard Beck, who was a Knicks writer for a long time with the what New York Daily News, maybe. Okay. Big NBA guy, Scott Miller, one of our guys yep. that we have yep. on. You know, they hired a few, but you're right. I mean, top to bottom, it is much more the athletic. It's the is, who's who of sports right, writers over there. Where there's a couple of top names for the lead writers for Bleacher Report, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's guys that are getting started. You know who made a mistake? Well, I'm not saying he made a mistake. That's uh, that's not fair to John Hayward or Heyman. Um, 
Heyman or Hayward? Heyman. Heyman, right. Who's a really good baseball guy. Yes. And he started, he went to the to, to FanRag when FanRag was trying to maybe become the athletic. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of the last guy standing over there. They've had a ton of layoffs. They've changed their name. Have they? It's no longer FanRag. It is now like Sports, sports FR for FanRag. Yeah. Really? I saw that maybe within Were the last sold? week or two. No, I think just more of a rebranding. I wonder how I wonder how big the the market will be for something like this because athletics really got it cornered. I mean, can you yeah. imagine? I don't know what who I have no idea who started it and when it was valued at say a year ago, as opposed to what this thing is valued at sure. today. I mean, how many tenfold? I believe Toronto was the first. Toronto one. was. I think they were first, and there were a couple of yes, there were a couple of cities, but the expansion of their footprint. My right. God, I mean, this is where you're going to see a lot of these guys that you've grown accustomed to, or maybe you have it in the paper, but I think our audience is maybe a little bit older than most sports radio audience in the market, and I mm-hmm. take that as a badge of honor. Um, so I, I just wonder how big it can get, Trent, and what's what's next for this thing? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, what, what else is out there? And I mean, how, how many subscribers are necessary per site? And if it grows to more the collegiate market and mm-hmm. it comes to Iowa, and you have either one guy that kind of covers the state or... An Iowa State and an Iowa guy. I don't guy. know how you can have one guy cover the state when there's two teams that move the needle like that. Right. I really don't. I think they'd be doing a disservice to do that. Either you know get guys like Max Olson mm-hmm. uh, or Mitch Sherman at ESPN who bounces around from the Big 12 to the Big 10. Um, but anyways, we started to talk about Max Olson and the really nice piece at uh, at the Athletic today. If you if you're sitting on the fence and you're a Cyclone fan. Maybe this puts you over the top, but if not, we've always got the AimsTrip.com, and Dylan Montz is going to join us. We're going to talk uh, Iowa State with Dylan Montz coming up here at about 1240. We've been threatening to do this for the last, well, since spring football wound up over to the West uh, in Lincoln, and we will do that today with Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal Star. The buzz around Scott Frost is palpable, I think, even 120 miles away here. Um he did have to come back. I, I'm not sure you saw this today. Yeah, Scott Frost was, um, you know, you know, Central Florida. So they're they're hanging banners, right? Yes, As national champions. I love it. I, I know. I, I know. I'm. I I don't. Just I mean, look at maybe this was the year that they could have won it. Yes. Right? We, yes. We'll we'll never know. And and I get that that part uh, is, is unfair. But boy, they're they are running with this national championship. Yeah. They think, of, think of it. They were unbeaten. The national champions of the past. There were plenty of claims that Our co-national champs. Yes, nineteen ninety-seven, mm-hmm. Michigan and Nebraska mm-hmm. each staked a claim with the two different polls that are out there. Iowa's only national championship in nineteen fifty-nine. There are like five voting services. They were number one and one, and they beat their chest about it as they should. Mm-hmm. National championships. Yes, we have a system now, but if they're not going to invite a team like Central Florida to the party. Self-proclaim all you want. You know, I'm the self-proclaimed uniform czar of the state of Iowa. Yes. I love self-proclamations. Uh, my, one of my favorite wrestlers of the 80s, Dino Bravo, self-proclaimed strongest man in the world. And he wasn't very strong, but I just love that. I, I love being <laughs> yeah. self-proclaimed whatever it is. You're self-proclaimed biggest Jets fan in Iowa. Well, I, no, I think that actually that well, fits. Well, that could be. I mean, I'm but guessing there, I'm the only one. There might be somebody in Sioux City. Mason, you don't know for sure. I don't, but here's what I do know. I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one that has a microphone I get to talk into. That's true. Right? Um, anyways, uh, so Stephen M. Sybil coming up at one fifteen, and then we're going to go inside the numbers with Jason Sybil. And here's my question for Jason. I'm going to ask you because I know that you appreciate uh, – 
betting conversation. Yeah. So here's my theory on the NHL tonight, despite what happens. Despite what happens, whether Nashville wins or whether Winnipeg wins, both of those teams will have had a better regular season than the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who had a remarkable season, but points-wise, they will have had a better year. I think if it was the Salt Lake City Golden Knights, okay, right? Anywhere that the team resides, anywhere but Las Vegas, I think Nashville or Winnipeg would be an overwhelming favorite, or certainly a bigger a good size favorite. Minus 175? Yeah, somewhere around there, 180, yeah. somewhere in there. I don't think that's going to be the case because of one thing only, and that's the fact that they they do play in Las Vegas, and because every resident of Las Vegas thinks that it's part of their civic duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you live in Kentucky, it's part of your civic duty to attend a racetrack at some point, right? To watch the horses run in the bluegrass. You live in Las Vegas now, it's your civic duty to show up and bet on the Golden Knights. Is that crazy? No, not at all. I, I think, yeah, if you're real numbers versus Vegas numbers, and just look offshore. You see offshore numbers a good, a good, that don't yeah. have that liability, and mm-hmm. then you see probably a, a true market value. But Vegas, they are so head over heels because of what happened and the people that fired down 100, 200, 300 bucks, eh, 200 to 1. Yeah, we'll throw it down. It'll be fun. Don't I'll, even blink. I'll frame it. It was almost like a tax that they had yeah, to pay to get yeah. their team. We got our team here. Right. We're happy about it. Let's do it. I'm betting on them, damn it. Yes, and I'm going to put it up in my office, and it'll be yep. fun. It'll be a conversation piece. Yeah, now they might be catching that thing, and you're going to have to take a picture of it to frame and put up in your office. You know, just... that's I wonder how many of those will go uncashed. If, if Las Vegas wins... You know, but a two hundred to one—that's yeah. that's an awful expensive souvenir. It is. I'd just make a photocopy of it uh-huh. and put that up and and cash that ticket. Right. Yeah, I think that's probably the way. That's to go the way it. to go about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But right. I, one thing I thought about with all of this, mm-hmm. I was thinking about Edmonton, Connor McDavid, yeah. this huge hype around him. Right. It's it's deserved. But he doesn't have anybody else around him. Calgary. Think of great high. Toronto hasn't been to the finals 67. since. 67. They won it in 1967. 67. You know, yep. Montreal's been on a bit of a down streak. Well, they dominated in the 60s and early yeah. 70s. Then the Islanders owned the last part of the 70s. The Oilers owned the 80s. And it's been a long time since a Canadian team has hoisted the now, most coveted trophy in all of sports. Now you have Vegas and you're one. It's crazy, right? It's so in the unfair. Conference finals. They have not paid their dues. Eight away. Eight away. They are. And here's the other thing. They've been waiting all week. This series yeah. starts on Saturday night. Regardless if Vegas is getting on a plane, they're either going to fly to Nashville tomorrow morning or mm-hmm. Winnipeg tomorrow morning. So game three will be back in Vegas. Vegas. Uh, so Friday, Wednesday. Sunday, oh, Tuesday. It's every two days. So Tuesday, Thursday in Vegas for three and four. So they don't have a schedule like the NBA is throwing us out for the conference finals. No. We touched on that. They yeah. are spreading that thing no, out three this, days every in between. two days. The way to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I do, too. Um, I don't think Doc Emmerich will be in Nashville tonight, which no. is disappointing. We talked about that during when we do the Emmys. About 1 o'clock yeah. yesterday, uh, who won the Emmy as the best play-by-play, and I am jonesing for him to do a, a Jets game. And, and he will at some point because he'll be forced to uh, when there's only one team in the West standing. <laughs> so grudgingly, uh, NBC will have to show up there at some point. I hope it's this year, but we'll see. Um but with Tampa and Washington starting tomorrow, don't you think he's going there? That makes a lot more it, sense. It really does. Yeah. I mean, two big markets. Sure. Two U.S.-based markets. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he'll be. 
even with a game seven. Even with a game seven. I wonder if Edzo will be there. Oh, good question. You still you still talk with Edzo from no, time to time? No, a guy I know has an outstanding debt ah. uh, to, to Edzo. And there's a long list, by the way, right. that are on that that share that Pick a uh, number. commonality with uh, with Edzo. And um, so no, it um, didn't end well. Too bad. Um, it seldom did. Yeah, didn't for me. <laughs> didn't for you. Well, but here we are, Trent, and we're better off for it. Gosh darn absolutely. it! Absolutely, this segment will end well, but uh, we got a busy hour. Let's go, Matt Rudy coming up next. Golf Digest. We will talk about the Players Championship when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, seventeen hundred KBGG. Boom. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Keeping a flower garden or patio beautiful all season shouldn't mean keeping a garden hose running all season, which is why the Home Depot now has 10-inch Rio hanging baskets for just $19.98. They're bold, beautiful, drought-resistant flowers that keep blooming all season without a lot of water. So, even if you forget, they'll forgive. 10-inch Rio hanging baskets, just $19.98, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, selection varies by store. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test.
All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent is with me, as he always is. We go from noon until 2, Monday through Friday. Uh, Golf Digest senior writer Matt Rudy joins us. You can follow Matt on Twitter at Rudy Writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. Of course, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, uh, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. As we chat the players with our buddy Matt Rudy. Matt Trenton, Ken in Des Moines. How are you, Matt Rudy? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, do the do the um, tour players think of this as the fifth major, or where would they rank this? Would maybe this might the mo- the fourth most important tournament uh, on the tour? Uh, I think this is a big one. I think the World Golf Championships are big ones, but I, but I think it's mostly because of the, of the exemption that you can earn the. The world ranking points and the exemptions, I think, are, are bigger deals than the quality of the of the title, so to speak. You know, the, the where it would sit on your mantle. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if you can if you can get into other world golf championships, if you can get into majors, if you can improve your world ranking, get longer exemptions into into tour events. That's a, that's the biggest deal. If we're talking about tournaments outside the four majors, you know, the the ones that we traditionally know of as the majors. Uh, is this purse to the winner anyways? I think it's like $1.98 million to the winner. Not sure why they just didn't round up to two. But is this the biggest share uh, for winning this tournament of any other tour event, you know? Has to be, right? Uh, I think it's the biggest one. The, the World Golf Championships are up there. But I think the, the Players' Championship, the, the, the tour is making a, certainly making a concerted effort 
they don't own any of the other majors. I mean, they're, they're trying to do what they can to make this their their marquee event, and I totally totally get that. And uh, I think the only problem is that that tour players make so much money that you know the difference between 1.5 million and 2 million, I don't think is particularly significant. Now, if you said that there's a difference between getting a two-year exemption for winning a tournament and getting, say, a 10-year exemption. That's, that's a big deal. I think the purse could be zero and players would go play it if it got them more you know, extended exemptions for winning. Hey, Matt, good to talk with you again. Uh, you know, you think of the Players' Championship, at least for me, and every time TPC Sawgrass, 17, the Island Green. Tell us what else, though, we should be looking for when we're watching this course. What, what else stands out to you? What makes this a great course? Because... Frankly, I don't know a whole lot outside of 17. I watch it all the time, but but that's always where my mind just goes. I think that well, personally, I don't think it. I don't think it's a great course. I think I think it makes for good TV. I, I think if if you said to me, "Hey, move to Jacksonville, and this is going to be your home course, and you have to play there all the time," I'd probably play tennis instead of golf because <laughs> it's really it's it's punishing. If you, you can make small mistakes, you know, miss your line just a little bit, and you know, make, just be a little bit off, and you get you know, dramatic dramatic outcomes and big scores i think uh, at a place like this you see a lot more doubles and triple bogeys whereas the, the normal tour player mistake might produce a bogey and you get out of position and you might you might you might three putt or, or, or do something that it causes you to make a bogey Here, here's where you can have big swings because of big numbers and i think that makes for interesting tv down the stretch because like you said the 17 for example you know the 16 let me just go back one 16 is a par five that is really Kind of diabolical, and it can be reached. I mean, you, you could conceivably make an eagle, but if you get stuck in some of the water, or some of the, the bunkers around the green, you can easily make a double, and then you get to 17, which is a, a very short par three. Certainly, in tour terms, you know, guys are hitting anywhere from wedge to, to eight iron, depending on the length or the wind or what, what's happening that given day. That's a, that's a short club. You make a, a little mistake with that club, and you're you're looking at probably double and and maybe even triple, and uh, and on 18, it's, it's a brutally hard hole. To, to If you have to birdie it, it's almost impossible. But even to make a part of, to, to close things out and to, you know, to save a one-shot lead, it's a, it's a very very difficult thing to do with the way the water goes all the way and cuts in down the left side. I think uh, those things make for, for drama, for, for TV drama. But as far as, you know, if, if you twist the tour players' arms and said, would you love to play here? I don't think many of them would say yes. Matt Rudy, senior writer, Golf Digest is our guest. Matt, uh, I, I I know we brought this up last time, but I, I, I'm so I think that the sport it, it's good for the sport to see Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, you know, late in their careers, embracing each other really, and and, and paying respect to the to the rivalry that they clearly had at the turn of the century. I mean, I don't, I'm sure you saw it yesterday when they were playing their practice round and Tiger's getting introduced and the announcers going through all his accolades and everything is one and Mickelson interrupted. I mean, let's get through it type of thing, right? And drew huge <laughs> laughter from not only the fans, but from Tiger himself. Uh, it seems genuine. What do you think was behind these two that seemingly had a a, a chilly relationship? What do you think brought them together, Matt? I, I think it's natural to have a chilly relationship when you're at the apex of your powers. And I think this is something we talked about here on this show. When you're at the apex and you're the you're an alpha predator and you're trying to beat everybody, you're not going to be warm and fuzzy to the, you know, to the people who are challenging that. And I think what we're seeing mostly is that there are two guys who realize that the, 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 the sand is almost all the way out of hourglass and, and they're in a different competitive phase of their lives. I, it doesn't mean they can't win or that they can't be competitive in majors, but I, 
certainly I don't think either one of those guys feels like they're the, the, the apex predator on the PGA Tour. And I think this is very similar to what you saw happen between Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus. Mm. Those are two guys who were not particularly close. You know, when certainly when Arnie was in his prime and Jack was just coming up, it's a threatening thing to see a young guy come in and you know, start taking stuff from you. And it, it took you know, longer and later into their careers where they could kind of merge together and, and you know, look back finally on, on some of those competitive days and say, you know, this was fun. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was fun and a challenge and now we can have a little bit more enjoyment. I think it's, it's, it's acknowledgement of the time that's passed. You know, Matt, we, we ask the question a lot. Do you see Tiger winning another major? Do you see Phil winning another major? What if I combine them, put them both together and make them one guy? <laughs> Do you see at least one them from, from either of the two going forward, a major victory? Well, Phil, Phil just won a World Golf Championship event earlier this year, and those are, I think, just as hard to win as majors. The fields are very strong, and I don't think there's any reason why, if you can win one of those, you couldn't win a major. Um, I think the the jury is certainly farther out for Tiger. Um, he's, he's shown some some cool things, some club head speed, and shown some some real good short game stuff, which uh, personally I, I didn't expect from him. I know, you know we've had this conversation on this show mm-hmm. where I thought he was cooked, and, and I and, and I think if, if you're twisting my arm, I still think he's, he's not going to come back anywhere near the guy he was, and I don't think he's going to win a major, but. But could he? And is he finished third in the PGA Tour event? Um, he hits the ball far enough. Um, I think he's got the the mind for it. He's certainly been a champion for a long time and and closed out a lot of tournaments. But but I equated a lot to some of the some of the pitchers in Major League Baseball who've had to adapt over the years. And when you can no longer be a fireballer, can you adapt and be a crafty pitcher? And and I think both of those guys don't have quite the the firepower that they used to have for a lot of reasons and, and it's a question of you know can they adapt when you when, when you're no longer terrifying everybody else that you're playing with you know can you just be one of the guys and win one and, and I think the answer is yes but but I if, if you were pressing me on the over under for them combined I think the over under is one mm. Matt Rudy is our guest speaking of adapt you hear uh, you hear a, a lot Matt that uh, this course is not suited for player X's game and, and and maybe Spieth this course seems to be eating him up although you know early in early in his career he seemed to do okay but lately and even today he fired a three over 75 what is it when 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 analysts say that it's not suited for his game is it just the way they shape the shots and with these guys being best in the world why can't they adapt to the golf course uh, I, 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 when I've talked to players about this it's a it's a I think a lot more abstract. It, it, it's more of how the course looks to their eye off the tee. And I think that the best way I can, can equate it is if you, for example, if you stand behind the 11th tee at Augusta National, if you're way back in the, at, at the tee where the, the tour players use during the Masters, when you're standing on that tee, it looks like a, a bowling alley with a, that's been cut off halfway down the lane. There's just nowhere to hit it. And, and, I know for an, for a ten handicap or an average player, if you're standing on, on that tee, it just freaks you out. It's a, it's a terrifying tee shot to hit. And I think if you played a course like that, where everything like that off the tee was terrifying for you, it, it would really be a challenge to to put out a good score. And, and I think tour players, I mean, that's a that's a you know that's a big exaggerated kind of example. But I think tour players, in, in subtle ways, have those same kind of things happen to them. You know, they go to places. Uh, where the, the the course just seems to fit their eye off the tee, or the 
or the, the putts that you tend to get on the pin placements that are regularly in use are putts that suit you, whether it's a right-to-left break or a left-to-right break. Or, um, you know, they're, they're just, you seem to get a lot of shots and a lot of yardages. You know, if you hit a really good tee shot, you tend to have yardages that you really like, clubs that you really like, yardages you really like. And I think there's all kinds of players with, with different, different tastes that way. And I think what trumps that sometimes is if you're having a fantastic putting week, you're just having an out-of-your-mind ball-striking week, you can kind of break through on a course that maybe wasn't your favorite. I've heard lots of tour players say, you know, this, this isn't a place I ever loved, but, you know, I came here and I was just playing great. And, and I think that can, that can cure a lot of these ills. But if you're, if you're in the middle of the road or you're, you're having a few struggles or maybe your body doesn't feel 100% and you get out on Thursday and it's a course you already don't love, I think when you, when you don't love it, those other factors become bigger because it makes it in your mind a little bit easy, a little bit easier to just kind of go, well, this isn't going to be my week. Matt, uh, we we've seen the young guns come through, Rory and Spieth and Day, and on and on and on. You know, a lot of people thought that maybe DeChambeau was going to be the next guy. Is is there a youngster that we should be keeping our eye on? A guy that that's starting up on tour that you think is is maybe the the next one in line to make a run? I, I think it's a. I have two. I have two opinions about that. The first opinion is we've been spoiled by Tiger. Mm, yeah. Tiger, Tiger won so many things that you know, so young. We're already starting to talk about Rory McIlroy as as underachieving. I mean, Rory's twenty eight, <laughs> right. and if you look at the if you look at the players in, in history who won more majors than Rory at that age, there's like four guys. So I mean, I mean we, I think that's an important thing to keep in perspective. And you look at, for example, what Justin Thomas has done at, at a relatively young age. And, and you know those those are really impressive credentials, and, and what Spieth, you know, Jordan Spieth is 23 years old, and and, and to you know, have multiple majors and lots of wins at age at age 23, it sets the bar really high for for really young players. I, I think you know John Rahm, Bo Hostler, those are two young guys that have really interesting, exciting games. You know John Rahm doesn't swing. Like everybody else, he has kind of a short, abbreviated backswing, but he smashes the ball, and 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 he's got a temper, and he's a fiery player, and he's really fun to watch. And, yep. and I think he, he's a good example, and I, and I think Hostler's a great example. I think Tommy Fleetwood is a great young player that not many people know who's, who plays in England, but he he strikes the ball better than almost anybody on tour. And what I hope doesn't get, you know, what 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 I hope gets gets paid attention to here is that. If you haven't won a major yet and you're 25, you're not you're not right. washed up. So you still have some time. Indeed, you do. Uh, we don't, Matt, and we appreciate uh, you giving uh, us this last uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, hopefully, you can find it in your schedule. I'll reach out over the weekend to recap, which promised to be a fun, fun weekend of golf. Thank you, Matt Rudy. You bet. See you. Take care, Matt Rudy. GolfDigest.com. Senior writer. Follow him on Twitter at Rudy Writer. Author of uh, a whole bushel of books on the game of golf, co-author with a lot of uh, players, coaches, etc. cetera. Uh, Matt Rudy joins us. As he's done for 20-plus years, Trent Conan talking golf with him. I love this event. Yeah, yeah. It's 17's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting, though, that the rest of the course is kind of garbage. Yeah, I like 18. 18's yeah, 18's fun. good. Yeah, yeah, along the water there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, saw, I, I saw a tweet earlier today, and I'll, I'll take it as fact. Because it's on the internet. It's yep. got to be right. Always. Right? There's never yes. any mistakes yes. on there for crying out loud. Um, 125,000 balls into the drink oh. around 17 in a given year. In a year's play. Wow. 
125,000 balls. So divide that by 365. I can't. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. Every every single day, there's a lot of balls. I would not be hitting my Pro V1s on that one. That's that's when you dig deep into it. Find one with a smile. Although balls don't cut anymore. No, no. You probably never heard that expression, a ball with a smile, right? No. That's that's a thing. (laughs) Well, it was. Um, back in the, you know, 60s before technology right. became what it is. Um, Dylan Montz coming up next. Little cyclone talk. Little cyclone talk with Dylan. Trent and I are here until 2. Before we go to break, uh, let's talk about your remote again today. Where will you be from 4 until 6, and what are you giving away? Uh, giving away t- Cubs tickets, not just Iowa Cubs, which are great because they're good for any of their home games uh, all the rest of the season, weekends, holidays. You can use uh, that for any week one of the day, games. Week day, weeknight. All good. Perfect. But also a pair of Chicago Cubs tickets. Uh, could prove to be a very big one. Maybe even Jake Arrieta on the bump. You never know. Wouldn't that be something? It's uh, June 7th against the Phillies, though. They'll be in town. 121st pitch for that one. Got a pair of tickets in hand. I'll be giving those away out at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway. Stop on by anytime today. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting no live. No purchase necessary. Nope. Don't have to buy anything. All you have to do, write down your name, drop it in the bucket, and uh, potential win 10 tickets all told that will be given away. iCubs and Chicago tickets here tonight. Good stuff. All of our guests joining us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, uh, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. We are back with Dylan Mons when Trent and I continue. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. If you want to buy a home, we could help you get a great mortgage that may require as little as 3% down. And we also invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives you a solid approval in as few as eight minutes. And for eight years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call America's largest mortgage lender at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. 
Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Results may vary. Some people think nasal congestion is just a stuffy nose. <laughs> but it can also leave you feeling run down and tired. So try Simply Saline Nasal Mist. It helps you breathe easier in seconds. So you can get back to feeling like you. <sighs> and with 100% pure ingredients, it's doctor recommended for use with allergy and cold medications. For instant relief from nasal congestion, try Arm & Hammer Simply Saline. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Wouldn't you rather be healthy, energetic, and fit? I'm Dennis Black. Ten years ago, I developed a Texas-sized solution to America's health crisis. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on superfood, I haven't been sick. It's shocking how much energy I have. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 Ruthies poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal started 115. Inside the numbers with Jason Symbol, CG Technologies at about 130 or thereabouts. Right now he's Dylan Montz, AimsTrib.com. AimsTrib.com is where you can read Dylan and Travis and the entire paper. Good to talk to you, Dylan Montz. How are you? Doing well, guys. It feels like it's been a while. How are you? Uh, it has been a while. but uh, So what have you been covering 
uh, as we kind of go through the slow period? Have they had you doing some high school stuff? Or what Iowa State football stories are you working on? Uh, yeah, I've really kind of just uh, dived headfirst into preps. So it's been a lot of high school stuff and golf and tennis and soccer and, and all those good things. And I'm actually heading out to Valley later uh, to cover that uh, regional qualifying meet or state qualifying meet. So a lot of high school stuff, but fortunately next week uh, the tailgate tour picks back up uh, for Iowa State and they'll be making stops around the state and, and I'll hop on that a couple times and, and kind of get back more uh, with some football stuff. Well, Dylan, uh, I guess the story of the week is uh, something that was quickly deleted on Twitter. Jim Hoffer, uh, an assistant quality control coach with Iowa State, thought, I would guess, that he was responding in a direct message to somebody. Instead, after uh, a, Hawke- uh, a a high school player got a commitment from Iowa, got an offer from Iowa, he tweets back, basically, eh, we didn't think he was that good. An ultimate oops, but... Not the best look. No, we haven't heard a response from Iowa State. Ha- have you heard anything, a, a correction, a, an apology, anything like that? Yeah, I haven't heard anything, and, and obviously, like you said, that isn't a great book. And uh, you know, I wasn't sure what the, the the thing was. Was he was just trying to send a direct message to somebody, but ended up obviously tagging it publicly. And um, I didn't actually see it in real time. I saw a screenshot of it later, but um, it's 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 not the best look publicly, obviously. But I think those are probably the conversations that. Uh, you know, happen all the time internally in, in all sorts of programs. Iowa State, Iowa, go across the country. That's that's kind of how they talk about kids that that they're not necessarily going to pursue or offer or anything. But certainly, uh, it's not a great look uh, publicly. And um, I, I'm not sure, uh, you know, what that high school feels like and stuff like that. How how uh, welcoming he'll be now in the future or anything like that. But I think it's a thing where Iowa State just obviously would want to move on quickly from it, but. Yeah, uh, it, you know, this seems like the off season is never truly on offense, and, and you know, all the the rivalry stuff you see back and forth with the American farmers and this recruiting thing from our state is just always something. <laughs> and thankfully, it is because it's uh, uh, it, it uh, provides a living for us to do to do what we do. No, and you as well, Dylan. Hey, um, you know, last year. During the during the months of May and, and June and July and, and, and the off season, Iowa State, I think, was really lucky to have such good senior leadership from, you know, guys like Lanning, what he does what he did, and and certainly Lazard. I, I would think that those two would be, you know, the 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 guy the two guys that most people most of the younger players on the team, when they said something, the the younger players listened to these two guys. Who are those leaders on this team? Who's kind of leading this group uh, in the offseason? Dylan, would it be a David Montgomery? Kyle Kemp is the quarterback, but he doesn't seem like the most vocal guy um, by a long shot. What's the leadership like? Who are these uh, leaders on this team? Yeah, I think you start with those couple guys, and then I'll add a couple more. But I think Kyle Kemp is probably at the, you know, one of the heads of it. Uh, and he isn't the raw type of guy. But I think whenever he does speak up in a team meeting or uh, in the weight room, whatever the case is going to be, I think guys really kind of uh, gravitate towards that and listen to him and really uh, they respect kind of uh, what his approach is because he's not in your face or, or anything like that. I think um, it's, it's kind of that calming energy, something that makes it easy for young guys to be able to go to him for things or, or be able to respond. And then David Montgomery, as you mentioned, I think, 
he was a guy that was really kind of at the forefront of it, even last year with, with Alan Lazard and Joel Wanning and guys like that. I think that's just going to be a continuation this offseason of, of getting even more guys into the you know, facilities uh, with him like you know, on Friday nights or on Saturdays or whatever the case was a year ago. I think um, he, he's kind of one of those guys that does it by example, but when you talk to him, he's, he's a really intelligent kid. I think, um, you know, he certainly has a lot to say, uh, and, and guys pick up on that. I think Steve Butler is another candidate as somebody that guys could look to, um, kind of looking to take the next step for himself. But I think uh, can kind of be an example of a guy who kind of built himself up within the program and now has a certain clout that, that he can kind of uh, guide guys with him. And then I think, um, you know, he's a little bit soft-spoken, too, but I think Ray Lima is another guy that mm-hmm. that guys could look to and, and really kind of um, see, an, see as an example. He on the on the field last year, obviously, and it was kind of uh, a guy that didn't necessarily put up the stops that, uh, you know, were flashy or got or grabbed you, but uh, really uh, cleared the way for a lot of guys uh, to have really good seasons. And I think he's, he's really well-respected just because of his demeanor, too. So I'd say those are probably a few of the guys that come to mind first. You know, Dylan, this isn't an overly big senior class here, and that leads to the next step, you know, looking at recruiting for the 2019 class and maybe not as many scholarships to play around with that that they normally have. Do you have a a number pegged kind of where Iowa State's going to be in terms of uh, guys that they'll be bringing in next season? Yeah, I think uh, there's a few things up in the air. I think, uh, you know, there's still going to be some attrition this year, I would would assume, and that probably changes with that number a little bit. Um, what I was just trying to do in the past is kind of work early on their class, and then if you want to get into the season, you can kind of pick up a couple here and there. But they've got a good bulk right now. I think I came over saying uh, 11, 12, commits, something like that right now uh, in that neighborhood, maybe. Um, and I think they, they're really going to kind of take out into the summer, do more evaluation, maybe get a couple guys in the summer, but really kind of hold studies going into the fall. And then, as I said, things can play out differently. You there's guys that you may not expect to leave. There's guys you expect to leave. The number kind of fluctuates a little bit, but I think they probably want to get up in the 18-19 range, I would assume, uh, probably just to kind of you know, replenish depth from whatever guys you end up uh, heading elsewhere. As we sit here on May the 10th, Dylan, having gone through spring football, etc., who's the, and maybe this is, this is unfair and, and certainly subject to change and will allow you to do that if you think of somebody else, um, in the days, weeks to come, who's the most exciting newcomer on this team? I mean, oh, Eisworth got a ton of, you know, a ton of pub during during spring football, and it's clearly an area of need as they look to, you know, restock the safety position. Who give me a name that Cyclone fans have yet to see? Uh, where the Cardinal and Gold at Jack Trice that they will be talking about this fall? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm trying to rack my brain here a little bit. I think Craig uh, Eisworth is is going to be one of those guys just because of his importance and his position um, and them having to kind of overhaul the safety spot and that in the new guys. I think he's going to be really key, but he's had experience at a Division One school with Ole Miss running the Eagles there and moving to Chico and now coming to Iowa State and having a few years of eligibility. I think uh, he's still a young guy too, but he's almost considered a veteran based on, um, you know, just kind of some of his the things he did at Chico and elsewhere. But I think uh, Real Mitchell is another guy. People are excited to kind of see what, how is he going to be used. Is he going to be used 
what, what are you going to do with him, uh, you know, in the run game? Can he go out and catch passes? He's obviously really fast. I think those are probably the two guys right now. And then uh, you never know what true freshman are going to come in this summer and, and to have potential to get out there and, and play right away, too. So we, we know some of the spring names, but I think um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I'll say that to, to see maybe a guy or two from, from this summer session uh, if the situation presents itself, kind of find their way out of the field. Good stuff, Dylan. We will talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com, to read Dylan, to read Travis Hines, to read the entire paper, AmesTrib.com. Yeah, that um, social media snafu. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, was a, it was a bad look. I mean, yeah, clearly it, he didn't mean to do that, but at right. the same time, right, you, you got to watch. Right, and I mean, in terms of NCAA violations, it's... Yeah. It's so minor. It's right. not even a speeding ticket. It's a parking ticket. It's, right. All right. You report it. Guy made a mistake. But the the thing that I wonder about is not just the high school that the kid from Wisconsin's from, but just kind of the area in general. They've been hitting Wisconsin very hard. Mm-hmm. You got to repair relationships, not just with that coaching staff, but probably some coaching staffs up there because Maybe. of that bad look. So, you know, a little more work, a few more phone calls than you normally have to do. Is it a big deal? No. It's a big deal because it's the beginning of May. That's, right. That's why. It's it was the deal. worst time of year for this to happen. This happens in October. Right. Yeah. Do we even mention it once? Uh, it's probably not. Probably Trent, not. To be honest. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Stephen M. Sipple, we will mention Nebraska in the next hour. I uh, look forward to catching up with Stephen M. We haven't done so for a while. We will do that. Uh, Dylan, uh, Dylan Monster, so Jason Symbol will be here at the bottom of the hour. We are going to go inside the numbers with our friend at CG Technologies. We will be back after this quick timeout. We appreciate you tuning in. We are here for another hour on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first, but then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best. And let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Of all the ways to show her exactly how you feel, the most meaningful is with a gift from the Jared Semiannual Event, May 9th through the 13th. Come discover our best prices of the season on breathtaking exclusive jewelry you'll only find at Jared. Amazing Mother's Day gifts and our stunning collection of engagement rings. The one gift that could only come from you and only be for her. Only at Jared. Pandora, Tag Heuer, Takori, and Select Nevada watches excluded. Other product exclusions may apply. See Jared.com for details. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best, like free battery testing. Now you can stop the second guessing and finally start your car with confidence. Whether it's just a loose cable or time for a new one, AutoZone will test your battery right on the spot, free of charge. And right now, you can get a great deal on Bosch spark plugs for improved engine performance and fuel economy. Visit any of our 5,000 locations nationwide and let's get you what you need. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR this is des moines home for news sports and a whole lot more